0: Friday, it's February 24, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio, a very good morning to you if you are just tuning in, the Aussie women's cricketers through to the 2020 World Cup final after a five-run victory in a very tense semi-final in Cape Town overnight. Four for 172, we posted India eight for 167 in response and our men's side, well, there's a 16-man squad that was named yesterday for the upcoming one-day internationals against India, with still the two tests to go, of course. But Glenn Maxwell and Mitch Marsh are back after, well, a broken leg and ankle surgery, respectively. Uh, Jai Richardson's in the squad. Dave Warner and Ashton Agar are there, despite, of course, flying home from the test squad for different reasons. Josh Inglis in that side. Just scored 100 in the Shield match for WA. Pat Cummins, of course, is the captain of that squad. England, New Zealand second test in Wellington starts at 9am this morning. England unchanged for that after winning uh, their sixth straight test in the first test there at Mount Maunganui. And, of course, we're now, what, six days away from the NRL season. And uh, Denny Widler reported yesterday, Victor Radley at the Roosters is extended for four years, loss until the end of 2027, was off contract this year, never wanted to deal with anyone else, just wanted to stay at the Roosters. But uh, the other big story with the Roosters is Angus Crichton. And Denny revealed last night on Nine News a statement from his father saying that Crichton is receiving support and treatment treatment for bipolar disorder, an issue that he's been dealing with for some time. And he's working towards recovery. There's no timeline
1: for his return to footy. Yeah, well, hopefully Angus gets all the help that he needs at this point in time. His mental health and dealing with bipolar is the the main concern at this stage of his life. And uh, I'm sure he'll be back playing with the Roosters sooner rather than later. But the Roosters are building nicely this season. You look at their team, and for me, the, they should be the favourites rather than Penrith. I, I just look at the Roosters team with so much strike. They've got good forwards. Plenty of power, Brendan Smith's there. I, I, I just can't see them not playing or being a part of the top four this season. Uh, you've got arguably the best player in the game in Tedesco there. They, they're they talking about you know winning premierships, the possibility of Dom Young going there this year as well. So they've just got all bases covered. It would be a disappointment, actually, if the Roosters, for them, it would be a disappointment if they at least don't make the grand final.
0: Adam P. Gilly from the Sydney Morning Herald. Good morning.
1: Morning, Jared. Morning, boys. Happy Friday.
0: Happy You too. Friday, Friday. indeed. And uh, I'll tell you what, you'll be under the gun with uh, multi-involvement uh, at the lunch later today. Mm, pressure, Ooh. Adam.
2: I'm nervous, Clark. Yeah, I'm nah, mate. I remember you at the Maggies. You love the pressure. I'm a, I'm mate, you ended his career. You I didn't you end, end his career. I yes, gave he he him is. a start. I gave you him his ended sp- his <laughs> career. Mate, Crushed oh, listen, his dreams. I'll tell you what I did. I pulled out of a game of first grade said I had a sore back to give him a crack. Mate, you were like 12 and he was the sacrificial lamb. Oh, mate, come on. I had a sore back. I gave him his first crack in first grade. You're welcome. (laughs) Poor, Poor Adam. Mate, you see Loz flicked any advice you gave him in regards to his multi? No, I, I heard his
3: comments earlier this morning, Mate, Clark. He, I'm extremely concerned that he said he's death-riding. Every <laughs> single person's multi
1: and death. bar his own. <laughs> yeah. well, that's how we operate. Oh, oh right. yeah. God. You're rock solid. You're yeah. right. Well, tell me you don't, Mate. when you're tipping football and someone tips against you, you go, I hope he gets beaten. Oh, Adam, <laughs> see yeah, what i got to sit beside
2: every day? See, yeah, man, this team. is my influence. The one, look at my life. I wonder why my life's turned into chaos. <laughs> look at what yeah. I sit next to every day. You better be careful about your comments,
3: Dale. I know a good legal firm and does yeah. some pretty, pretty dodgy ads <laughs> that I can, I, can, I can speak to. Ah, <laughs>
1: no, I love death writing people's tips. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, it's all fun and games. All fun and games. Exactly right, mate. Exactly right.
0: what did you make about Loss's comments just then? Anything but a grand final appearance disappointment slash failure for the Roosters?
3: 100% agree, Jarrett. 100% agree. And I agree with these comments saying they should be the favourites as well. I, I know Penrith are, are favourites of the bookies at the moment for the competition. But again, you look at that roster that the Roosters have assembled this year, and particularly that back line, you think, well, how are they not favourites to win the competition Ooh. this year? Like They're going to have some challenges, I think, through the middle and, and trying to maintain guys like Jared Warrior Hargreaves and Matt Lodge on the field and Victor Radley. If those guys can play the majority of the games this year, well, Sure, that's going to give them time and space for their, their halves and their back line to, to, to do what they need to do. And I, I think the Roosters should be the favourites this year. I think if they don't make the grand finals, I said, that's probably going to be considered a failure. And what is it, was When they win the last cop? twenty wasn't it? Yeah, it was um,
1: a f- few years ago now. I yeah, mean, they've always 18, got a strong squad, the Roosters. But this mm. one, to me, when you look at it compared to other years and other teams, of course, I, I, like you've got... Swali, so, you've got Manu Tedesco. And and then then that's not even including like an origin winger in Tupo, um uh the halves in young Walker, who'll be coming into the best footy of his career, uh, Luke Keary, um, you know, if he can stay on the on the field, they've just got points in them, but they're a tough footy side as well. And mm. if they learnt anything out of that grand final last year, it's just a uh, not the grand final, the semi-final loss to South Sydney, was that it, don't lose your head. If you don't yeah. lose your head and play football and not get caught up with the emotional side of the game, you've got to be emotionally attached to start, but you've got to also hold your nerve and you've got to be um, thinking about your football and not just getting carried away with trying to be the toughest team on the on the field. you also got to be the, the skillful and the most dynamic team. I, I, just, I just don't see how they can't, not finish in the top four, and I just see them as being the team that everyone needs to chase and beat. Yeah. Mm, I, I agree, Loz. And I think the last couple of years, to be fair, they've had a lot of
3: long-term injuries. They've done a, like a disproportionate amount of ACLs to play. They've had a lot of bad luck with that. Obviously, we know the concussion issues they've had with a couple of their, I suppose, higher-profile players, but if they can keep those guys on the park, they've, they've got to be the team to beat this year. And, and one guy I'm very keen to watch this year is young Egan Butcher. Uh, the edge forward. I think he's got a huge future in the game. And I know Robbo's just been slowly integrating him into that NRL squad. And he's had a few injury issues as well. But if he he can get 20 or 22 games under his belt, this year, I'm expecting a real breakout year from him too. So yeah, I've got the Roosters as a clear premiership favourites of mine in my grand final tip as it stands at the moment. And I think they probably want to try and start the season just a little bit faster this year. They've had a couple of slow starts the last couple of years and left themselves a bit of work to do in the second half of the season. I don't think that's going to be the case this year.
2: Adam, what's the latest with Kevy Walters' contract extension?
3: Jeez, I've read with interest, Clarkey. The, the news around Kevy Walters mm. this week, the Broncos offering him a new two-year deal from 2024 into 2025. And on face value, I look at it and think, well, wh- look, what are they doing? Like, they haven't made the final since kevy has been up there. Um, they had that massive collapse in the last five or six games last year. And with all due respect, I can't imagine there's too many clubs that are banging down his door to try and poach him to, to another rival. But having said that, I think it might be one of these contracts that gives the Broncos that flexibility to, to walk away at any stage if they don't meet certain performance clauses. So maybe it's an idea about just trying to quell the noise a little bit heading into the start of the season. But again, by the same token, I I look at the last two clubs who extended their coaches before a ball was kicked in anger when their coach was potentially under a little bit of pressure. And I'm talking about the tigers a couple of years ago and the dragons last year with Anthony Griffin and what good did it do <laughs> neither team made the finals in the end they didn't really improve on their previous year so I think this whole narrative about, oh, we need to lock in the coach to, to, to quell the media pressure and, and stop the speculation, I don't think it really matters. If, you, if you're losing games, regardless of whether you're under contract or not, you're going to be under pressure.
1: So I'm happy for Kevy if he's got that
3: contract extension, but still a little bit of a strange one for me from the
1: Broncos. I, I love reading how they've said that they've rubber-stamped the deal, <laughs> but although <laughs> it still hasn't been finalised because there's a couple yeah. of key details missing. <laughs> yeah. You know, the money. Yeah. <laughs> Just the most important bit. <laughs> How have you rubber stamped it if the money hasn't been agreed? What's the go there? <laughs> yeah. Different story if you're negotiating like
2: one extra appearance or something you got to do off the field. No, no. Just the most important bit, the money.
3: There, there could be clauses in terms of oh. if they make the finals, he picks up a certain bonus for, for this. And that's probably the finer details they might be working through at right. the moment. But I, I, I do take your point, Lord,
2: Or maybe but... his base salary.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go the yeah, we offered him a contract. <laughs> <laughs> we left the money out. 50000 a year. He
4: declined.
3: I
1: yeah. don't
2: know why he's still thinking about it. <laughs> Can't
3: work it out. On what, what a serious note, like, what, what do you think of the Broncos this year, Loz? I, I found them to me, probably one of the hardest teams to assess this year. I, I look at that squad on paper, I think it's a good squad, but just the you know the Selwyn Cobo podcast and everything like that that happened in the off-season, maybe a few mental
1: demons from their last five or six games last year, I, I found them really hard to assess. Uh, you know what? I, I did too because, and I think I said it in my preview with the Broncos, I, I like the look of their, their forward pack. I think it's young. Um, they've now played a number of games together. Um, and I think they'll, be, uh, they'll they'll get them going forward. You look at their back line, other than Adam Reynolds, they're very young. Mm. And there's an error in every one of their players. And there's a big error. <laughs> yeah. So, so if, if if they cut out those errors and they kick, they'll be good as gold. But when you look at a Reece Walsh, he's got one or two big blues in him a game. Selwyn Cobo's got a big blue in him a game. Uh, Farnworth's the same Staggs is the same Corey Oates Corey Oates is another one They've just got errors in them So I I can see them being very competitive I'm unsure There you go I'm unsure I'll I'll sit down and really work it out But uh, you know They were six weeks out From the finals last year They were top four And then they fell in a hole Um, I'm just hoping they don't make the same mistakes this year And in particular their back line Because they're brilliant but they can also be frustrating at times when you watch them play because they just come up with a clanger at the wrong time.
3: There's got to be a few concerns still, lots I'd imagine, over Adam Reynolds' fitness. Like He's already
1: missed trial games
3: this year. and I know they'll just manage him through the year, but he, he needs to play at least 18 or 20 games, I think, for them to have any chance to, to make the finals. And I just thought in that second half of the season last year, there was just a few concerns over his fitness. He missed a couple of really key games. So he's a big watch for me as well this year.
0: Better give us a tip for Ram Week tomorrow, Adam.
3: Uh, I found it a difficult program, Jared. I didn't mind uh, Mirror Vision, uh, which was race five number four Mirror Vision in, in the Mayor's race. I just think, first up, she's got a relatively good record. We know she's versatile enough to settle in the first three or four in a race which doesn't look like it's got a whole lot of speed on paper. So I know there's a fair few shorties on the program there. I thought she was the best race five number four Mirror Vision. And just responding to that texter from yesterday, Jared, about Mogo Magic in the, in the highway. Uh, yep. Um, Highways are usually not a profitable race for me, so I try to steer clear from them most of the time. But just digging into him a little bit yesterday, he's, his trials will super this campaign. I don't think it's an overly strong highway this week. I know he's an odds-on favourite. He probably deserves to be. If we can get about $1.90, I think that'd be a really attractive price. I'm not sure if he's going to get there, but uh, he's a clear on-top pick for mine in the highway
0: there. MoGo Magic. $1.80 as it stands. Mirror Vision, Adam's tip, race five, number four, $3.90 with Tab. We'll catch you later, mate.
3: Yeah, see you this afternoon, boys.
0: Super Rugby Pacific starts tonight with the Crusaders up against the Chiefs, followed by the old rivals, the Waratahs and the Brumbies. Matthew Burke of Waratahs, Ilk, Wallaby, great. Good morning. How are you, mate?
4: Yeah, good morning, Mito. is Mito. Uh, it, it is that rivalry, isn't it? It goes way back to you know, 1996 when uh, they formed, as in the Brumbies, and, and they were the uh, as they said, they were the outcasts of the Waratahs and the Reds, and they joined force and they became this. Well, they became a force. They've, you know, they've won the competition um, more than anyone else from Australia's point of view, and yeah, they've made some incredible players. So there's that. They always, they always used to talk about the chip on the shoulder uh, back in the day, boys, and, and um, it hasn't uh, it hasn't gone. It is a it is a, a tough uh, encounter that um, you know brings out the, the, the great rivalry between the two teams. Who wins, Berkey? Oh, do you know what? Oh, I'm mean, Objectively. Uh, yeah, correct. correct. <laughs> nah, be as biased as you like. I yeah, love it. Exactly Brumbies right. win. Mate, we'll win fifty plus talking for about Warrantus. the Brumbies win. Um, mate, Brumbies will be favourites, yep. uh, no doubt. It's $1.90 of, uh, each or two.
0: Bookies can't split them. Really? Yeah, well,
4: there you go. Hmm. Oh, there you go. Oh, okay, right. I mean, the has have had a, a massive uh, influx of players uh, coming in. Uh, they've had a pretty good pre-season. They've got a couple of young guys coming through as well. You know, um, little Max Jorgensen. Uh, I think, uh, Loz, you would have played against Dad back in the day, Peter, um, back in the day, in the old um, rugby league days. Oh, uh, so did. He, did you touch he gets a start. Yeah, oh, I still scored it. I'm three. Still... <laughs>
2: scored three. Chip and chase. I'm Still touching <laughs> still the ball
1: game. Had a wrestle uh, with
2: him a couple of weeks ago. Sitting you know. for speed <laughs> off the line. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to first grade. Yeah, um, sit down and, and watch uh, old boy. That's exactly it. Um,
4: and then uh, you know Michael Hooper's back as well for Waratahs. They've, they've they've muscled up. Nemanja uh, Nadolo is uh, is is one of the wingers there now. He's going to be. He runs at like about 138 kilos. So here we come on as a as a finisher, so they, they've bulked up. So, look, I, I'm, I'm not I'm not
1: surprised at it, but I thought it might have been a little bit in favour of the Brummies, but um, they go back to Allianz Stadium, which is going to be great. Mm. What do you make of young Max? I mean, I've watched him play oh, for a number sharp. of years, yeah. He's yeah, he's pretty sharp. good. He, he runs, so I was, at, I was at school with Peter, you know, like I, we are in the same year at
4: school and, and did all our, our footballing together, and he runs exactly the same as, as Dad, except just quicker, you know. Like, he's just, he's, he's a bit taller, a bit leaner, and... and and, and no doubt that determination that he gets from um, or that he has, he comes from his you know his, his old man, and, and uh, as well. So look, he, he'll be great. Um, you know, I mean, twelve months ago, well, not even that, six months ago, hmm. he was uh, he was playing schoolboy footy, you know, and 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 the the challenge was, uh, do you get to that playing against men stage how quickly? And um, and look, he's brained it. He's uh, he's lifting heavy. Uh, he's got a great try against Queensland in a yeah. trial match the other week. Um, so look, he'll he'll. He'll he'll get that nervousness when he goes on there. Um, yeah, the the advice as as you would be the same was, get a touch early, get involved and get settled. Uh,
1: just looking at the teams, Berkey, and in particular the Brumbies, what's mm. the reasoning behind Nick White and Noah Les- Lalesio on the bench?
4: Well, uh, well, you know, it, it's do you remember they've they've got their... Um, the in favor of the war, uh, the wallabies, you know what I mean? So, how, how often do you, um, uh, change the limited the number of, kind of, of stuff? Limited numbers, yeah. yeah. Right. So, I, I mean, it, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because you do you play all your full freight against the Kiwi teams because you know, inverted commas, they're going to be harder to take, um, uh, harder to play. Uh, now they've gone at uh, the, the 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 boys, uh, some Waratah side have gone a 6 2 split, so they know it's going to be, you know, physical up front. Um, but it's an interesting one, um, you know, maybe because these guys haven't played any trial matches as well. So, you know, Michael Hooper goes in uh, without a trial match. So these are all the Wallaby boys, uh, especially. So maybe they're going to be 40-minute specialists um, mm. for for them because they've had limited preparation. But, you know, it's a case of management for uh, these players uh, at the moment, but... You know, management. You want to be playing at the moment. New coach um, getting on the uh, on, on the on the park and impressing—that's for sure. As in Eddie Jones.
1: Yeah, talking about a new coach, Steve Larkham. What type of footy can we expect the Brumbies to play? And because mm. uh, I know that when he was there before, they did try and play that expansive style, and that was always the Brumbies' way. But then Dan McKellar came in and sort of changed it a little bit. And with Steve being over there in the Northern Hemisphere, coming back, what do you reckon mm. we can expect? Well, the irony of it uh, was, though, well, when he when he had that first start at Brumbies you
4: know, a couple of years ago, beforehand, uh, he went really uh, he went really forward orientated yeah. um, and, and closed up shop and played a bit of ten man rugby, and everyone's saying, "Well, hang on, you know, Bernie, that's not the way you played. You sort of threw it round and ran and, and 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 had a crack from anywhere." So, um, you know, the style of of play didn't match the the way he coached. You're right. He went away, learned a new game, um, and I think he. You get better for that. You learn a different style and how to, you know, rumble up the park if you're a forward or, or use your kicking game uh, as a tactical um, uh, as a tactical weapon. Uh, and then he's also got that ability to throw at the back. You know, like, you know, guys like Lenny gets out the back there, just, you know, sharp feet, good good ball movement. Um, and when you've got uh, when you've got a, a team jammed full of wallabies, uh, you're able to play that expansive play. So I would expect them to be, you know, classically up front, <clears throat> line outs, driving, you know, when you get close to the uh, the try line um, and to secure those five points. But expect them to throw the ball around. I think he's had a bit of a uh, an awakening, if that's the word, um, and, but by going overseas and coming back and saying we need to adapt maybe different styles. So expect them to throw it around. They're certainly thrown it around in the trial matches, that's for sure.
0: Well, Berkey, it's a big year. New rules de- de- designed yes. to speed up the game. We've got a new Wallabies coach. We've got a World Cup and it's going to be a great way to start tonight. So the feel-good My- factor's there. Just got to deliver now.
4: Ready to go, boys. And by the way, just a quick one. Taniola Tupo has just re-signed with uh, Rugby Australia as well. So that's all um, all in favour. Hopefully, um, he gets back in the park soon.
0: Great stuff, Berkey. Thanks so much.
4: Go on, boys. Take care.
0: Welcome back to the Big Sports Breakfast. And uh, there's some Europa League on at the moment. The big game is certainly Manchester United and Barcelona, which uh, is the second leg of this playoff and uh, Lewandowski scored from the spot for Barcelona, so that means they are up three two on aggregate. And uh, this game this second legs at Old Trafford, so it's the forty two minutes gone in that game this morning. Uh, now, last night the Boomers beat Bahrain in a World Cup Asian qualifier, eighty three to fifty one. That was in Melbourne and uh, our women's cricketers are through to another 2020 World Cup final. They did it tough, though. It was tense at times, but they did beat India in the end by five runs runs—a narrow victory in Cape Town after posting four for 172. India finished eight for 167. Um, and we've got uh, Mossy. In fact, let's go to Mossy pretty much now. Mossy is ready to rock for the lunch today. How are you, Phil? Middo, have you got your game face on?
2: Not yet. No, he's looking sharp. He's had a haircut. You've had two in a week. He's had a haircut for the special event, Moss. Two haircuts in one week. That is that's not true. Three. I've had two haircuts in three weeks. But that's
1: fine. That's a reduction
2: <laughs> okay. <Clark>. in <laughs> okay. a couple of days. Yeah, I know. Well... I'll get down the Tigers' dugout and I'll get myself a trim from their barber.
1: They got a barber go. in there
2: now.
0: Someone's got something to say. No, no, here. no, well,
1: I haven't. No, no, I'm just. He's looking, he's, got nothing. He's looking his. Loz he's got, got his number ones on today. No, I haven't got much to say, Bossy. Other than I'm you looking can, forward mate, to the lunch, mate. You, yeah, but you're not going. You're not going to be a stayer, Loz. No, it's I can't. Coaching duties. Yeah, I am. Junie calls.
2: Junie coaching. Junie
1: calls, mate. What's the team called you're coaching? Uh, NRL All-Stars. <laughs> oh, I
2: thought you were going to say Dunno. <laughs> NRL Oh, All-stars. a
1: team made up of ex-NRL players.
2: Ex-Legends. Yeah. Can you yeah. give us Oh, you names? playing,
5: Was or are
1: you coaching? Uh, no, I'm coaching, mate. Oh, I'm he's coaching. He's as same as I do. The former running member for Monaro. Oh,
0: Terry Campuzzi. Uh, Campuzzi's going to be there. Is he playing?
1: Campo's playing. I'll ask him a few questions. I bet you will. I'll interview him. We had him, uh,
0: we had uh, Terry on
5: the
1: summer show. He's a good uh, fellow camper. Yeah, good, really good chat. Yep. No, easy yeah, he's a good man. Intelligent guy.
0: Uh, let's start with the Matildas. And, uh, you know, they're just, I, I don't know what's changed because they, they were in some, you know, they were under pressure, weren't they, a period of time ago, not that long ago. Uh, their results under Tony some weren't great, but now they've what, peeled off six, six or seven straight victories, Mossy.
5: Yeah, they have, you know, and it's, it's perfect timing. Like, you know, anyone who uh, knows sport will know that lifting silverware um, gives confidence and it's uh, the greatest feeling because it's why you're, why you're involved in sport at the top level and um, it's perfect timing. And I think to answer your question, what's changed, they've certainly tightened up at the back and um, got some consistency, I think, around the way they defend right across the park, up and down and side to side. Um, so that's definitely been something that's changed and I think Tony Gustafson it after the game the other night, we've got goals in us. Um, we've been scoring a lot of goals. I think something like, don't quote me, but I think it's somewhere around the 20-goal 20, 20 mark in the last six games, uh, seven games. So, you know, that, that augurs well. Um, but the confidence that that will breathe and, and just seeing the looks on the girls' faces um, as they lifted the, the Cup of Nations the other night. They've got a game against England um, in April, I think it is, um, over in England. Um, so I, I just think the build-up now has really shifted gears. And, um, you know, I was I was critical of the way they were playing and defending 12 months ago, along with plenty of others. Um, and and rightly so. They weren't playing well at the time, but I think they look like they're timing their run well.
0: Uh, now, as far as the Ailes is concerned, this story off the pitch with the Perth glory, I'm not sure how, how much you know, Mossy, but uh, Ruben Zadkovic, the coach, uh, reportedly having a scuffle and a physical altercation with one of the players. But what the Gloria put out a statement saying, nothing to see here and play on.
5: Yeah, well, I don't know too much about it. So it's hard to comment. Obviously not being there. But what I can say is um, Football Coaches Australia are looking into it and obviously giving support to to Ruben. Um, the club statement came out, Danny Townsend from APL has said there's nothing, uh, nothing more to, to see here. Um so it looks like it looks like the reports could be exaggerated, but I say that with trepidation because I I wasn't there, so I don't know and I haven't spoken to Reuben personally, but um yeah, look things get heated at training sometimes. I guess it raises a question <laughs> about coaches um, you know, involving themselves in the session. Um, you know, if when you're the decision maker and the boss sometimes that can put you in a precarious position. But again, I can't say exactly what happened because I wasn't there.
1: Uh, before we start to talk about some games, Mossy, some great news during the week with the announcement that the Matildas and the Socceroos are going to play against England and the Socceroos are going to play at Wembley and that's the first time that's ever happened, is that right?
5: Yeah, yeah, that's right, at Wembley. Yeah. Um, we've obviously played England a couple of times, the, the, the game where Harry Harry Kewell scored a couple and we, we beat them 3-1 stands out. Um, as a real highlight, but, uh, yeah, Loz, look at the home of football, um, which is Wembley. Um, I don't think there's any, any shadow of a doubt that Wembley has that, uh, emotional tie to all football fans. And, um, this is, this is going to be a special, special occasion. October the 13th, uh, which I think will be October the 14th here, early morning. Uh, the Socceroos will trot out against England and, um, promises to be an unbelievable game. And it's a great opportunity for the Socceroos players. Um, to put themselves in the shop window for Premier League scouts and clubs. Because um, I'd love to see, Harry Sutter has made the step up uh, with Leicester. Looks like he's been playing in the Premier League for a decade. Um, and, and I think there's other players that can handle that as well. Kai Rolls is one that I think is uh, really on the rise. Aaron um, Moy obviously has probably done his time in the Premier League, but, but killing it in the Scottish League. So. Great opportunity, and um, it'll be a big, big moment, even though it's a friendly for for Australian football
2: in the A League, buddy. Big game tomorrow: Melbourne, Sydney, Melbourne City versus Sydney FC.
5: Yeah, it's huge, Clarky. Um, for a number of reasons, Sydney were um, you know felt really stiff last week, mm. uh, not getting three points against Brisbane at home. Um, they got a, a last minute equaliser, I mean, like ninety fourth minute, um, to, to escape with a point. So, uh, speaking to Stevie Corica, Um, after the game, they were really hurting in the dressing room because they thought they should have won that game. So this will be a big one. Melbourne City, uh, you know, flexing their muscle again towards the as as we head into the home straight. So can't wait for this one. I think it'll be a fantastic game of football, along with tonight's game, Central Coast Mariners and Wellington up there in Gosford. I think that's going to be a ripper of a game, and I see uh, see plenty of goals. Hard to split them. I think you'd probably go Mariners uh, because they're at home. Um, but only just, I reckon, we're going to be in for a thriller tonight.
0: Some sad news over in the UK overnight, Mossy. The great John Motson, moddy has died aged 77. Anyone who's watched any sort of football in the UK, what, over the last, what, 30, 40 years would have heard moddy's voice at some stage?
5: Yeah, really sad. Uh, you know, I, um, I've listened to him commentate plenty of uh, games over the years, and Takes you back to, um, you know, my younger years. Uh, there were some of them, uh, not, not for long. But, um, yeah, he's, he's a, a name and a, and a voice synonymous with, um, with the big, big games in England. And, um, yeah, very sad. It's uh, end of an era. Of course, Martin Tyler is probably the other big, big name uh, commentator over there. But, um, yeah, sad to see uh, John Mobson go.
0: Okay, uh, let's spring up what occurred at Anfield uh, the other morning. <laughs> oh, really? <That laughs> uh, yesterday's news, So man.
2: close to getting away with it, Mossy. Even Midow, he doesn't uh, want to, but he has to. Uh, 5-2, <laughs> Mossy. 2-0 um, up, were you? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just oh, rub party. it in. Just, yeah, oh, just just a question. Yeah. Were you 2-0 up? Were you open blokes 2-0 up?
5: Uh, open the gaping wound and pour a whole kilo nah, of salt in it. I don't know what choking been...
2: means, but I don't know. <laughs> Just but look, I'll, I'll be honest with you, and
5: I, and I watched the game, obviously. Um, you know, not sure how much you saw because you were been on air. air but, yeah, we um, had it on in here. <laughs> but at 2-0 up, we did not look like we had any conviction. You know, we were, we were almost, it, it looked like we were surprised to be 2-0 up, which, which I suppose is acceptable against Real Madrid. But usually Liverpool, when they're on song, it's 2-0 and we go on with it. Um, I, I, even at 2-0, I kept thinking to myself, Real Madrid look like they've got more belief than us. Um, and so it, so it, uh, proved, you know, a mistake, obviously, from allison Um, just, yeah, I we're, we're all over the shop. We really are. And, and, and it's, it's going to come to a head soon. I mean, you've got, you know, Klopp's obviously got a lot of money in the bank when it comes to, um, what he's achieved with Liverpool, but it looks like there needs to be a circuit breaker. And generally, it's the coach that is the circuit breaker. So I, I don't know where it's going from here. It's, uh, we're still not a mere miles off Europe in full spot, but, uh, Chasing fourth spot, but um, it just—I don't know—something's amiss.
0: League Cup final this weekend. Manchester United, who are playing yeah. at the moment, probably have one eye to that match as well, up against Newcastle. Is it a part of your multi? Mossy, if not, uh, give us a tip in that game as well.
5: I've got a standalone, uh, same game multi for that one. But Mido, you know, first of all, are you are you going with your heart or your head in this one?
0: Oh, I want Newcastle to win. Full stop. <laughs> <laughs> so heart that's your head, heart. Put it all together, <laughs> <laughs> the whole box and dice. Um, well, they haven't won a trophy for what sixty, seventy years?
5: Yeah, and no, I hate to say I'm going against them in my in my own game. Multi. Oh, um, oh, look, I, I just think if if this game had been a month ago, I would have gone with Newcastle. But yeah. I just think they've just fallen off the boil a little bit. It's it's a final, of course. So you know, they, they, you can sometimes throw form out the window for a final, one-off game. But I just think Manchester United have got the momentum. Um, I think they've got the belief. They've got Rashford. Too. I'm not sure there's a there's a better player in world football at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm going with Manchester United to win 2-1. Uh, Rashford, anytime goal
0: scorer. Okay. And what about your other multi? Your yeah, so the
5: four-league four standard is uh, A-League into Premier League. We've got Newcastle. In the A-League, sorry, Newcastle to beat Western United at home. Western Sydney Wanderers to beat MacArthur at home, who have lost uh, Ulysses to Villa, yes. their uh, captain for the season. Sad news for MacArthur. Into West Ham, into Spurs.
0: Okay, Mossy's 4 legger. then. West Ham and Spurs, I'll just find those games. Uh, who will West Ham and Tottenham play? Tottenham play Chelsea. So, well, Chelsea are in all sorts, aren't they, at the moment? Yes and West ham Mossy are playing Nottingham Forest. So, Newcastle Jets, Western Sydney Wanderers, Tottenham to beat Chelsea, and West Ham to beat Nottingham Forest. That four-legger of Mossy is paying a very juicy $18.11, and we will see you later this afternoon, mate.
5: Can't wait, boys. See
0: you soon. Deliciously flaky pastry on top and bottom, which is rolled extra thin, a filling of 100% lean Aussie beef. Talking about Garlo's pies, the only pies you should be putting on your plate, and Garlo's pies are simply bursting with flavour. There's heaps of flavours to choose from, and here's a thought. Take a night off from cooking and grab a garlo's family pie for the whole crew. They're available in all Coles and Woolworths stores. (laughs) Remember, we are located in the chilled meals section. If you can't find us, just ask for Garlo's pies by name. Garlo's pies, they're thin on pastry, They're big on meat losses. Multi, it's open, it's popular,
1: and it is. This is what we're doing. Race seven, number one, in secret to win. And then we're going down to Sandown. And Davo gave me Steel City yesterday, but I needed to get a bit more fat on the price. So I've ended up going with number eight, Don Corleone, to run top four. So if you think in secret can win and you think Don... Corleone. 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 Uh, Not not Corleone. Corleone. (laughs) (laughs) That's paying $6. Just the Don. Don. Yeah, the Don. (laughs) That's it.
0: Six bucks, tab app, tab website. Click on Sport in today's offers. Stavo, Brad Davidson, Sky Racing. Good morning. Guys, how are we? Very well, thank
6: you. The Chipping Norton. Does Enemo just win? I think so, guys. Yeah, look, I'm I'm sick of trying to get him uh, beat. To be honest, uh, he, he finds a way, and and you know we saw their first up. He's got that tactical advantage. He's going to use that low draw to put himself in a race. And even though Fangio, I thought was terrific, um, you know she does do a few things wrong. She missed the start the other day, and I don't think Barrier One's going to be ideal for her in a, on a track that's probably just going to play edge offense a little bit. So. Uh, yeah, he's hard to tip against. He's probably at his right price again because he's he's beatable. There's no doubt about that. But um, you know, I think at this stage he, he just meets a, a similar field once again. And the great yeah. thing about him is he continues to improve every run of every preparation. So um, hard to tip against yeah. in the in the
1: Chipping Norton. When you say beatable, Dave, are you just talking like yeah, anyone can can lose on any given day, or is there what's the reason behind you think he can be beatable?
6: Well his ratings Loz, they they're very good but they're not like absolute standouts I, you know I would think I just think our way for A stocks are a little bit thin at the moment um where I think in other areas he would be beaten many times um you know like I think he's a very 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 good horse but I think he's just taking advantage of our our stocks being a little bit weak at the moment and the fact that he does put himself on speed, he makes no mistakes and he gets the job done. He you know, he, he never wins by huge margins, he just does enough and I do think that, you know, if there if there is a lightly race sort of three year old or something coming through that's gonna have a, a crack at some stage, you know, he is beatable and we saw that last spring towards the end where he wasn't at his best though. I think it's fair to say before a break he, he was clearly below par, but yeah, he gives you a, he gives you a sniff. I think you know that's that's yeah. what I'm sort of saying. You know, you see it most times. He looks like he's going to get done, and then he just finds a way to get the get the job done. But you know, I, I read yesterday online is he is he a champion? Um, Ray, uh, Ray Thomas wrote an article speaking to a, a few different commentators about this, and um, I think he's right on the verge of it. If he wins another a few big group ones this this autumn, I think it's hard to argue not. But I'm really fascinated to see. When he goes overseas, whether he's one of those horses that just rises to the challenge and just does enough against the opposition, because his ratings right now, I think I, I don't think they're you know, going to be good enough to beat the, you know, some of the best horses around the world if he takes them on. So uh, it'd be fascinating, but look, he's got, he might have that extra gear as well, because he just just knows where the line is and does enough to, to beat his opposition.
0: Hugh Bowman's back in town tomorrow to ride in secret in the surround stakes. Is it a Group 1 Godolphin double then at Randwick tomorrow?
6: Yeah, they're just fine, aren't they, Godolphin? Uh, James Cummings does a, a terrific job to pick up his horses on the day and you know, they've already had a lot of success this autumn and hard to, to see them not uh, continuing in that tomorrow. She's clearly the one to beat again, guys. It's just a case of how she jumps out of the barriers. She's created this bit of a habit of of missing the start, and and that's the that's the query with her. But um, you know, I think over 1400 metres she's able to sort of get away with that, and uh, we saw there the other day she still got away with it over the six furlongs. So hard to hard to beat, particularly when your main danger's missed a, a run in the lead-up. Um, so you got your of course. So she's got to go fresh into the 1400 metre Group One. So look, she's going to be popular in secret there tomorrow, and uh, she's hard again to sort of you know steer punters
1: away from. What's your best in Sydney, and what's your best down at Sandown tomorrow?
6: Well, I've made the best in Sydney, Mogo Magic, in the highway. I know taking short odds in highways uh, is a bit fraught with danger, but I think this horse is the real deal. These two wins have been in sensational time, and uh, he looks one of the better horses to ever come to a highway that I've seen. And uh, in Melbourne, it's the Blue Diamond, still city. I think she's very hard to beat there. She's just got to run out a strong 1,200 metres up the hill there at Sandown. But if she does that, I I think she's got better form than these. And beautiful draw, just parks behind them. And uh, I thought she'd be hard to beat as well, guys. Uh, And, uh, yeah, so Steel
0: City in the Blue Diamond, Mogo Magic in uh, Ramwick. Any others, Davo, or they're the two you're focusing on?
6: Yeah, they're the two I'd be focusing on. I think right you are when the the first... stand down as well, but look, he's about $1.70 now, might be one for multiplayers, but he looks like he'll go straight to the front and be too good for a a bunch of staying horses resuming, so it looks very, very hard to beat there and probably start $1.50 to be honest, so um, yeah, he might be one for multiplayers as well. And Dave, obviously, uh, just uh,
0: thoughts also with the family and friends of Dean Lester, who uh, will, his funeral is today at the Cranbourne Turf Club, so really, really sad day.
6: Yeah, really sad day, really sad week guys. Um, you know, the the outpouring of emotion for Dino just goes to show what what a what a man he was and a human he was and um I believe you can if you can't get there to Krammer today you can um you know, watch that online as well if you if you want to um, you know, pay your respects to Dino. So uh there's some yeah information on the on social media sites, so I'm sure if you Google it'd be able to find out more. But um yeah, I I hope that goes as well as it As it can today and um, a great sending off for a, a champion human being. Yeah, absolutely. Good on you, mate. Have a good weekend.
3: You too. Cheers, guys.